Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is Bretta. G'day, Corey. Good to be back for another Supercoach Elites podcast, another quickfire podcast. Carlton Collingwood this time, two of the biggest clubs in the AFL, one clearly better than the other, but both presenting good value this year in Supercoach. So lots to talk about. And uh, let's move on to the third member of the team, the Bombs Express. Choo-choo! That's right, Britta. The Bombs Express is back. And you're right, Carlton, please certainly are a lot better than Collingwood. I have to agree with you there, mate. Uh, <laughs> look, before we review those teams, Corey, where can these listeners hit us up on social media, mate? Uh, find us on Twitter, at SC Elites, on Facebook, <laughs> iTunes, and SoundCloud, at Supercoach Elites. And a big thank you, because we are now powered by the guys at uh, the guys at our Patreon page, um, www.patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. Or as always, just go to the Patreon and search Supercoach Elites. Um, and a big thank you to everyone who signed up in the first 24 hours. Uh, um yeah, we had kind of people jump to it straight away, which is a, a big surprise. And, uh, yeah, happy to have you on board. So um, I don't know if I mentioned on the last pod, too, we will be running a Supercoach Elites Cup mid-year um, based on all our Patreon uh, members that are still floating around at that stage. And basically it'll be um, almost like a... Um, a group stage and then a knockout cup format where you'll go head to head with random people every week and then we'll go into the knockout stage as well and at the end we'll have a an overall winner that'll win um quite a shitload of supercoach elites goodies um which will be exciting and we're also uh, our leagues are we're tiering our leagues this year due to you know the first kind of members that sign up um if you are in our elites package before our general ones you'll kind of be in a higher tier come the start of the season um and then yeah that's how you get into our leagues and yeah who knows you win a league it'll be kind of be relegation and promotion um format with goodies at the end of the year too so exciting stuff to announce for all our patreon subscribers but we're not here to talk about patreon boys like you said we're here to talk about Carlton and collingwood this is a quick fire podcast Brett, are we're going straight to you today because Bob's hogged the mic yesterday. Who is your Carlton rookie? Uh, my Carlton cash cow, Corey. Ah, is... I knew I'd do yeah, it. He literally said to me yesterday that, <laughs> that make sure you say cash cows. It's taken one day and I've already defaulted back to rookies. <laughs> Bloody hell. I was hoping you would butcher it. I was sitting there too. But no, we are good. My Carlton cash cow is Tom Williamson, uh, defender, Young kid has played games before. He's really good value at one hundred and forty-six thousand. I'd like to say this phrase quite a bit: "Don't overcomplicate things. Don't overthink things." If he is named in that Carlton side round one, pick the boy. There's also um, the factor of we're not sure how they're going to bring back Doherty. If they're just going to unload him into that superstar role, twenty-two games and max him out if they can, or if they're going to sort of you know play him a few games here, arrest him. Um, we're not sure how big Tom Williamson's role is going to be, but if he's named. He's got a role, and that's enough for me to pick him in my side. Do you think he'll be named, Bob? Uh, no. no. And look, I say that because the one position they probably have an abundance of players is the back line, and they have a returning um, Sam Doherty this year. They've got Newman. They've got Sil Simpson floating around. Plowman, Marchbank, Jones, Wiedering. There's a lot of players, <clears throat> not to mention, you know, Petrovsky Seaton playing down there last year as well. I don't see how Williamson fits into the back line. Uh, for, for me. So, for me, um, he's probably the only kind of rookie um, that I'm half interested in in the pre-season. But in saying that, I'm, I'm probably not even going to pay 146k for him or whatever he's worth, and, and I'll just pass, pass him in as well. Who's your uh, cash cow there, mate? 
Well, yeah, it would it would be him, mate. There's, there's absolutely no one. I feel like there's absolutely no one. The boys they drafted this year with their first pick, he's done his ACL last year, and the other guy, Silk, the really pacey fellow they picked at uh, pick number 20, um, he's just that lightly framed. I don't see him getting anywhere near uh, AFL uh, sort of football this year. Wow, with a name like Josh Honey. <laughs> How could you not pick him? No, mine was Williamson as well. It's pretty boring there, but Carlton's shit, and they're going to continue to be shit, and they're just going to be not food anymore. shit every week, so it's going to have to deal I didn't, with I didn't even tell you this, but I've got a bet with a mate, um, and the line is actually 9.5 wins this year, and I've taken over on that. Yeah, you, pre- you reckon you're going to compete for the eight? You did no, say, mate, think, you did say compete to no, me. I think I think we'll get, you know, 10 or 11 wins this year, I think. That's probably our potential, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of just outside the eight. Well, I guess I'm saying that, yeah, it might be. Anyway. Yuck. Yeah, you'd be lucky to get two, mate. Yuck. <laughs> no, it's a bit harsh. I think, I think actually you are on the improve. You've got a good, kind of a good midfield core going around there at uh, the moment. It's, I think a lot of it's going to depend on how Charlie Kerner goes, so... So well, he's out for the first half of the year, isn't I know that, too, so... Yeah, but I hope he does something when he comes back. Your mid-price, uh, Brenner? Uh, Stockerty. I mean, I'm not huge on him. We know that, but <laughs> who else's value? And I don't really see anybody else in that mid-price category that can really be considered for most teams. And Stockerty, 52% of teams, got to talk about him. Um, could be anything. He's a wild card. Brenner? I mean, Bombs? He, he, he just said... Doherty could be anything. He's right. He could be anything from 104 average to 178 average. Uh, it is the one, the only. Now, there's a few names floating around at the moment. You can call him Sam Doherty. You can call him Sam Lockerty. But if you've checked out their Twitter feed recently, <laughs> there might be another one. They call him Sam Cockerty with Corey with a little hot dog wiener going between his legs. There, mate. Uh, just absolutely loving it. And uh, he's got a few names floating around. So Cockety, Lockety, Doggety, we'll take any of them. I like But uh, there's Look one good. thing, one thing that everyone should do, Corey, and this includes Brenner, but he won't listen because he's foolish. It's just have him sitting in your defence. Whether it's number two or number three, he's in your defence. But yep. the thing is, Rhea, when I say he could be anything, I'm not paying 440 k for someone who could be anything. I'm paying an extra 30, 40k and I'm going to get someone who's going to be good. I'm just going to take the safe route. All right. No, no, we can't get into this again, Brenner, but there's no one at 470k who's definitely going to be good. Doherty is definitely good. If he was 600k this year, I still would have paid it. Wouldn't have cared less. You'd pay... Oh, my Lord. I would. I would. Brenner, you don't know... You do not understand the power this man possesses, mate. You, you just don't understand. I reckon he's got nudes of bombs. Um, <laughs> Bretta, who's well, primo? Uh, it's Paddy Cripps. I mean, he's a star of the competition, has done it for many years now, not many years, a couple of years. Um, he's probably going to be, you know, of those, you know, he's that rare breed, that freakishly big power midfielder. And um, of those freakishly big power midfielders, he's probably in the top three of those guys too. So he's obviously very good. He probably scrapes into that top three, obviously clearly behind Nat Fife and Marcus Bontempelli, but that's a discussion for another day. But uh, yeah, Paddy Cripps, definitely the pre-night pick. Well, so you got a rebuttal? Yeah. That. <laughs> well, no, no, hold on. We did miss your mid-price, Corey, or were you just on Doherty too, mate? Oh, that was just Dockers. Sorry. Yeah, you were just Dockers. No, yeah. we'll just make that clear. I, I, I do have to say, though, catching, catching up on that, I did say yesterday that mid-price bracket went from 
all the way up to 475, Brad. So I thought you were going to run with Bomber's boy Sam Walsh there. Oh, no, not at all. Okay. He's um, going to be a superstar, but not yet. Yeah, mine's, mine's stocking as well. Um, and while we're on it, my primo's Paddy Cribs too. I don't really have much to add there either, so I'll let you take the mic, Bombs. Um, well, look, Corey, this wouldn't be a sort of Carlton podcast without speaking about the premium Sam Doherty, would it, Corey? Uh, he's just obviously... Premium the, the Sam Doherty? I'm lost well, that's here. Right. He's my premium pick. Oh, my well, Lord. <laughs> you got something to complain about there, brother? Yeah? Doesn't fit into the price bracket, you know, there, yeah. Bronze. Well, 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 hold on a minute. Since when did the premium pick price bracket uh, ever have a price bracket? That's it starts at 475k up. Yeah. That's it's where it starts, Bronze. It's just a premium <laughs> pick, Brett. It's just a premium <laughs> pick. And if I want to give you the number one defender for the year, I'll give it to you. His name's Sam Doherty. Extraordinary. His, his name's Sam Doherty, Brett. He's the number one defender for the year. That's all I have to say. Sam Walsh was going to be annoyed you said that. I'll tell you now, Sam Walsh. No, no, no. Look, well, no, look, no stuff, and I'll talk about it now. Now, there's people out there that might want to pick Sam Walsh, uh, Corey. Why shouldn't they pick Sam Walsh? Clayton Oliver, in his second year, averaged 111. He is next level to Clayton Oliver, is this Sam Walsh. It would not surprise me if he uh, had averaged Paddy Cripps this year. And that can be my outlandish statement. I would Interesting. Because I got him in. Keeper League too, so yeah. Um, the do not touch, Bretta. Uh Jack Martin. I know Bomb thinks he's going to average ninety five plus <laughs> and be an A grade midfielder, but let's be honest, guys. Bomb doesn't really you know know what he's talking about. Um, completely biased towards everything Carlton. So community, Jack Martin is not going to average ninety five plus and be an A grade midfielder like Bomb has told us. So just use be aware, okay, and just be wary. Don't pick him on his name. Bumps. What, why does he always lie, Corey? Why does he, why does he lie so much? I've never once said that in my life. Yeah, I'm you know pretty what? sure he said it. Oh, I think he no, said it. There's a tweet the, about it anyway. No, so. There's a tweet about it, and you can follow that thread, and all the people that listen to the show, mate, they back me up and say, hold on. No, I've never actually said that. So suck it. Man. No suck one it. backed you up, Paul. Everyone hates you. Are you serious? Is that, I can't. Nah, come on. He's has got his Twitter up. set up to filter out anything negative about him. Oh, I, don't know. I, don't, I don't know if you guys watched uh, South Park where there's an episode called Safe Space, and that's basically what it's about. Butters has to sit there and go through and, and go, go through Cartman's social media and get rid of all the negativity and only show him the positive things. It's a very, very good episode. Watch it. Safe Space. My block list is extensive. The one fella, now, now, it just wouldn't feel like Supercoach would even mention this fella somehow. He's been a stallball for years, but he's no longer a relevant selection, and we thought that this would happen last year. But it has to be Cade Simpson. It will be his farewell year, and sorry, Simo, thanks for your service, but, you know, farewell to, uh, you know, our Supercoach sides, mate. You're no longer relevant. Um, I almost did go with him as well, but I couldn't go past Jack Martin just because there's going to be so many people that are jumping on him for God knows what reason. He's not a super coach relevant pick. Don't pick him. He's going to play high half forward, um, and you're going to be disappointed. So don't pick Jack Martin. Uh, your draft pick to watch, Bretta. Uh, draft Smokey, you mean? Draft Smokey. Draft Smokey. I don't really want to throw... Docket in there. I feel like teams would have him, wouldn't they? Oh, I guess eighteen oh, leagues people might have dropped in. Brett, I mean, Bombs held him for a whole year, didn't you, Bombs? Yeah, when we set up that, you now we spoke about the eight-man keeper league, Brett. You know how my first three picks were in that league? 
Sam Doherty in round two. A lot of people did when Doherty that high, but then he did his OCL quick. Tom, Tom Mitchell, Doherty and Walsh. They were my first three picks in that three. Well, that's an interesting and mix. And the field. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one's probably going to be the best player in the comp one day. Interesting. Um, I'll go with Petrescu Seaton, by the way. Petrescu Seaton, just because I think he's an elite ball user and he's young and he had a very good season last year and he's probably going to get better. So maybe 81's his, his floor. Ceiling could be 100. Very good, Brenner. That was my one. And since you said that one, I'll change it up now. And I'll say that there will be another sneaky person. Now, I'm not entirely confident on this one, uh, just so you guys know. But um, I feel like he will be a draft slider just because of his age. But Mark Murphy... I'll oh, you're now. a cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, I'm not offended because, you know, we shouldn't, you know, probably use language like that. But I'll tell you now. Oh, well, all of a sudden it's a Carlton podcast, so we can't swear. And just, <laughs> we've been dropping fuck bombs for the whole bloody pre season. And the, now that you want it to be a PG related podcast, cockhead. Obviously, here we go. He's wound up. Hey, for someone who just year after year after year just. You know, turns out kind of like a hundred, or at least a kind of like a ninety-plus average. Um, and you just saw how much of an impact he had on the Carlton uh, sort of midfield last year when he moved off the bloody forward flank that Bolton was playing him on, and um, finally got himself back into the middle. He um, he's someone who will just slide, and for a year's service, he will do you well. I think. Yeah, mine's also was also Mark Murphy. In case you couldn't tell, the cockhead took it. Um, <laughs> I just think that you'll pick him up in almost every league because I don't think there's going to be too many keeper leagues where people are really holding on to him. So, no, there's no chance. Yeah, I think you'll get him for a bit of a steal. And again, I want to throw one out there when we're done talking about this one because I need I need some assistance with a player. Yeah, just a bit yeah. of a read on him. Oh, Paddy Dow. Yeah. Paddy Dow. I do not I know what to it. make. Of Paddy Dow, I don't know if he's going to be a star, a complete waste. I don't know. I That's don't one player in the competition I, I watch, and I just have year. no idea what he's going to be. In the he'll future. eventually be a full-time midfielder, and he'll be a bloody good one at that, I think. But I just don't think. This What's is his good. ceiling? Super coach ceiling, best year of his career. What do you think it is? Oh, I think he'll be an average. I think he'll be like an average, yeah, under hundred, hundred and five. You think he gets there? Yeah, I think he gets there. He, he's he's a very talented kid. I think he's very talented. And there's been a lot of talk about him so far in the preseason, but you know why you can't pick him, and certainly not in. Oh, well, we're talking about draft here, aren't we? Yeah. Look, as a forward, you know he's your last draft pick of the draft, isn't yeah. he? You know, you're, you're really not going to play that person. You might take the punt. He's listed as a forward this year. You know, third year. Um, you know, it's been a lot of sort of preseason sort of talk about him, but I mean, he's kicking. If if that does not improve, he actually won't make it at AFL level. And, that, and that's the reality. If his kicking can improve, he'll get there without a doubt, brother. But um, if his kicking stays as it's... No. no. Is it because he seems to be like he could go anywhere from being a complete waste of talent who never makes it to an A-grade children? Yeah. Is, is that the thing? Is that I why it's so. so hard to get a read on him? He's going to be one or the other. Um, but I think as Mark Murphy and uh, Ed Kerno come to, to kind of their back into the careers, their careers, he'll become more of that midfielder that'll kind of step up and um, eventually be in there as well. And he's going to be one of those ones, kind of like almost, I always refer to this, the 2010 Collingwood, where you had Dane Beams and Seal Sidebottom that really, and especially Beams, scored a, quite a fair bit of points because you had Pendles and Swan that had to attract so much attention. And, and Dale Thomas was like... Yeah. A- top five player in the comp for like six months there too where he was just so, going bananas yeah um, I think that Paddy Dow will yeah will one day average 100 to 105 
Good chat, that one. I didn't mind it. Um, outlandish statement for Carlton, please. Did Bonsori say something stupid? I can't remember. I did. I, I, told, you that, um, I told you that Walsh would out average Paddy Cripps this year. You've gone really outlandish really early. I like it. Bretta? Carlton would not have a cash cow average over 40. <laughs> and and they're gonna play like twenty cash cows. They're all gonna be shit. Is that because Walsh and Doherty are stealing all the points? Though? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, Cade Simpson winds back back the clock and becomes a top six <laughs> defender. <laughs> That's cringe. That's cringe. I just retired him. I retired him on the podcast. He's going to come out and go 104. Oh, sugar, sugar, sugar. Um, <laughs> I'm rattled there. Who else are we talking about? Collingwood. Collingwood, mate. Uh, Bretta, you've got to try and keep it to a minimum, mate. We uh, Quick fives. We don't have three hours. So, who's your, uh, who's your rookie? Uh, my cash cow, Corey, oh, is... Oh, um, shit. <laughs> look, <laughs> Collingwood, look, Collingwood had a few issues last year. We, we panicked when the game was really on the line. We need someone who's, like, cool, calm, collected. And um, there's a young kid out there who had a very serious uh, incident with his father being cut in the face by a chainsaw and he took control of the situation, remained calm. Right? <laughs> right. He got everybody, got everybody through, Right. That man was Anton Tohill at 123k. If you're looking for a mature yet young head with lots of ability, Anton Tohill is your man. Lifesaver, good footballer, good Irish lad. Get him in your sides, boys. His old man feeling can have an accident, my friend. Yeah, 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 there was an article a couple of weeks ago. When he was, it was like 12. He like ha- hacked half his face off with a chainsaw and Tohill like, saved his life. I'll take back every bad thing I've ever said about him. Yeah. Right now. And that's why Toe Hill studies medicine now. Yeah. Does he really? Study. Yeah, yep. How can you study medicine while being a full-time Well, doctor? he was originally going to study medicine, got into like some oh kind of God. university, and then come across to play AFL footy, and that's what he wants to do when well, he finishes. You've got my respect now, Anton. I've, I've heard it loud and clear. I'll never make a joke about you again. How's that? Nah. Um, you yeah, will, because people will be firing his name while you hear it, and you're just going to love it. <laughs> You'll yeah, crack we'll it. At some point. But at this point, we're remaining cool, calm, and collected. They, they picked up a few. They got a lot of draft sliders. They didn't have many draft picks, did they, Corey? But um, they picked up a few draft beauties well. in, the, in the 40s there, didn't yeah. they? And, Mr. Um, White. Sorry, mate. It keeps breaking up, mate. What was that? Mr. White. Who's Mr. White? Bianco. I'm not sure what you're referring to, mate. Tony? Isn't Bianco White Italian? Oh, Bianco White. Yeah, all right. There we go. Sorry, mate. I didn't realize the language. But that's where I'm going with this. The general defender, Trent Bianco. Oh, I'm good. You know, White, as uh, Corey (laughs) likes to call him. Hey, he's... um, Now, he was a draft slider, a halfback flanker, and probably a position I reckon Collingwood could use with some assistance off, off the back flank. They don't have any flaws in their team at the moment. But, um, you know, maybe slotting him onto the back flank could move Crisp up onto a wing or something like that, get some more pace through that team. Um, and, look, he had 22 touches in every game last year except for one match. Um, the negative of this, though, was he had a 20% or, sorry, a 28% uh, contested possession uh, sort of statistic within those stats, though. So loves a bit of loose footy and a very, very good user of the ball. And, um, look, if we're lucky enough to, to have him at some point, I think he's 117k defender mid. Uh, yeah, one to watch, I think, there. 
Um, I don't think Collingwood's going to debut too many. I think there might be a little patch where they'll bring a couple in for some games, but um, they're definitely in the finals window. And, um, I think a top four team again too. So I don't think we're going to get a lot from Collingwood, but I'm going to go with young Will Kelly. And um, I was reading the prospectus on him before. Prospectus doesn't rate him very favourably, but I think what we're going to get with Will Kelly is he went down, he went and played a little bit time forward last year. Um, dealing with a bit of injuries as well, but he had been a long-term defender growing up. Um, brother Jake plays for Adelaide, um, was ignored in the father-son, so, um, and we know what, oh no, he plays for, yeah, plays for Adelaide. Still at Adelaide? Kelly? Yeah, yeah Jake yeah, Kelly, also, yeah. Adelaide, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so, look, I think with Kelly, what we're going to get is we're eventually going to see him become a defender, um, and that kind of season last year was more about forward routes and um, going up there and learning, and then uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a very, very good defender. He reads the ball really, really well too. So I think Jake Kelly will eventually get a chance. Um, I don't think it'll be for a very long stint, but I think he'll play some games of football this year. I, I reckon Collingwood's one of the hardest teams to pick because all those kind of draft sliders, I reckon they'll have two to three years away. Um, and especially, you got Rupert Wills and like Brad Sy that are sitting there and, and battling for a spot as well. So that's going to be tough. I don't what know. about Phil in? Is he still on the list? Yeah, yep. Yeah. So that's Braden Sire, Phil in. Um, yeah, no, no, I was making yeah. a joke. Mate. I don't know if he's <laughs> that, lower, that lower range either. So I don't know if he's a mid-price or not. But um, he's one that I don't mind the look of. If you were picked on what you look like in a pre-season, he'd be averaging about 80 this year. Um, yeah. He's a bloody unit. So hey, he looks good too. You mid-price it, Bretta? Um, oh, this is easy, absolute easy pickings here. Um, arguably the best player in the competition, Jordan Degelli, 473k. He's averaging 110 plus this year. He's available for support. You just got to roll with it, mate. It's the easiest pick you'll make all year. Um, he'll go full-time midfielder this year, and he's yeah, in my in my honest and very valid opinion, he's he's at least you know second best player in the competition, probably first best player in the competition. Behind Scott Pendlebury. Behind Scott Pendlebury. When had that photo come out of him yesterday, mate, he's, or two days ago now, he's looking absolutely, he was looking in pretty good nick. Um, yeah. Has he got a girlfriend? Does anyone know? If he's, he's got a Harley Davidson. Yeah. Runs motorbikes. That's why he's in good nick. He's just been, uh, he's been with the missus, so that's just turned him into good nick. Right? I saw that photo and I thought it was Jamie Elliott because he looks real slim. But... Yeah, tanned. He's, yeah. he's looking good. I'm just stunned we're talking about, you know, is, is this footballer have a, uh, you know, misses and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's Robin, I'm not too sure. Usually I'm the one that comes up with that sort of shit. Um, <laughs> well, he doesn't, prices. I just think he might be doing well for himself off the field. Well, because he's got a bit of, you know, lotion on. I think so. Absolutely, he's got nice skin. Oh, my God. What's wrong with yeah. saying a man with extreme yeah. talent has nice no. skin? Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd leave you at the extreme talent bit, but I'll, uh, I'd probably say there's nothing wrong with a man having nice skin. Now, we all know Brett was taking the piss there. He's an absolute dickhead. He As if, if Jordan Ngoi walked into any other club, he's instantly their best player. It Collingwood, you know, he's got a bit of competition. Relevant. He's not super coach relevant. He averaged 87 as a part-time forward pocket, just kicking yeah, back and doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that last yeah, year. Yeah, didn't come. All right, anyway, moving on. Um, Collingwood do not have a mid-price player that I'm actually interested in. 
they, they either have premiums or they have rookies or they just have players that are not going to break out into that premium bracket. Players like your sires and these kind of players that are actually mid-priced, they probably won't get there. If one player is likely to do it, it's probably going to be Jack Crisp, but I don't even like it myself. Uh, you don't think the goalie can be top six forward next year? That's correct. Interesting. Um, Isaac Quainer is mine. Price of two sixty one is a little bit of value. One of those players that you could see eventually being that you know your your Rory Laird runoff half back, collect a lot of the pill. He's a he's a good ball user. If he can stay injured, if he can find his way into the team, that's kind of the hardest part. We've got a lot of the same kind of players that play down back. Um, but I reckon Isaac Quainer could be absolutely anything. Um, and eventually, I think he could be a, a, a top six defender as well. I don't know if it's now. It's definitely not now, but. I don't know, it's two, three, four years, but I've got a lot of time for Isaac Quainer. I think he's going to be a very, very, very good footballer. He uh, passes that eye test that you yeah. like to. just looks good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, train well, but it doesn't really mean much. Greta? Uh, <laughs> Primo? Oh, it's Grundy, obviously. Trelaw you could talk about all day because he's in that bracket, but Grundy's the easy Primo. He's a monster. Number one pick should be in the comp. Yeah, 130 average the last two years, so it's a definite Grundy for me, but I'm a big Trelaw fan as well. I've actually flirted with him for my mid-five slot a lot, actually, at the moment, and um, currently not in there, but uh, seems to just make his way in every now and then. Can't wait to every single bloody quick-fire podcast we do where Bonfa tells us how he's going to pick the next mid-five and how this guy's in his mid-five spot. And that guy's in his mid-five spot. <laughs> it was Matt Crouch yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, Bonfa's well, got the whole league in his mid-five spot. I'll tell you now, there's about eight players that have run through that position. You're making 45 changes a minute, Bonks. That's probably why. Well, hold on. It's 46 every two minutes. Get right. Very good. Um, but it's got to be Grundy, doesn't it? No, oh, it has to be. You can't yeah. start the year without him. You, you can't possibly do. Do not touch, Bretta. Uh, Jack Crisp. I think, again, similar to what we've talked about, me and you, Corey, in the past, it's just the value um, I don't think I want to be taking a risk early on a guy like that. I don't think his ceiling is that high, calling, which just seems to be finding more ball users down back all the time. I mean, Maynard is elite. Jeremy Howe's elite. Darcy Moore can really do it. Um, Quainall is going to get more time on the ball. Um, I don't see Crisp ever jumping into that sort of 100 to 110 category anytime soon. I don't think he's going up. I think he's going to stay the exact player he is right now, which is a very, very good footballer, and he's a... Super talent, but um, yeah, just Jack Chris, no value there for me. Uh, Bob's. Oh, thank God. Now, if you didn't think I was, was not going to come out now and absolutely roast the, the shitty, the goey, I mean, you'd be absolutely, you'd be absolutely not. Anyone that starts with him, I mean, clip this. Can, cool. no, clip this. this. Anyone that starts with him, I will not talk to for the rest of my life. Ben, he's just one of the worst super coach relevant players I've ever seen. Bonfa, money where your mouth is, no matter how he plays all year, you won't put him in your side, no matter what. Well, no, because things can change. Ah, so but, there's um, a little bit of a thought in the back <laughs> of his mind that they're going. <laughs> ah, I'll, I'll, I'll make a bet with you now, all right? I will not pick the goalie, and you will not pick Doherty at any point this year. I don't want Doherty. Oh, well, no, 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 that's a bit, so shut your mouth. Anyway, and I'll tell you now, another one that's a trap. Conor got a few traps. Steel side bottom. Anyone that wants to run with him, he's not super coach relevant. Very, very good footballer. Don't dis- don't don't try and distract from... He's averaged more than 107 once in his career. 
I mean, no one's picking steel sidebar. No one's picking steel sidebar. Who's big at steel sidebar? He's yelling at a crowd of people that don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure. Man, man yells at clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got to talk to someone because you fucking need to find He's owned by 1% of teams. So well, there you go. Right, you've got two hundred thousand teams. One percent of two hundred thousand. I'm pretty dumb. Uh, two thousand people. Now, what are the odds that of those two thousand, there's at least one of those peanuts that listen to us? If you're one of those, mate, get rid of um, and mine was Jake. Oh, just also, just a quick a quick note. I think Bonfs has actually got steel side bottom and M5 currently. Just <laughs> in there. Oh, Still getting stuff out of it. Um, I was Jaden Stevenson. Um, I'd seen a couple of teams early that had him. Uh, God knows why. Um, he's not playing in the midfield. He's, yeah, he'll play whole half forward again and doesn't even average over probably 85, 90. So we had him the year he broke out as a rookie. Oh, you know. Made his cash as a rookie, and uh, that's about as good as that will get for a very long time, I think. Um, draft Smokey, or draft... Yeah, draft Smokey, Bob. Um, oh, sorry, no, Bretta. Bob, you can wait. Sit down. Yeah, thank you. Oh, off to me. Um, Braden Maynard, defence can be a bit tricky. Um, good ball user. Arguably the best kicker in our back line. Takes a lot of kickouts. I think he's... Um, what is the average? Maybe high 80s, low 90s last year, somewhere in that mould. Can really, really play. Um, who knows? Could be a breakout contender, be a top six defender in the regular leagues. So, yeah, a draft smoking. If if uh, this player slides to number one in the draft, just picking Brody Grundy, it's an absolute moral. And if he slides to number one, you'd be stupid not to Slides to number one. Interesting. Very good. Um, <laughs> mine is... Uh, who did I write down? Oh, mine was Tommy Phillips. Um, again, kind of, I've gone with that kind of same mould, haven't I, uh, in every single player. The one that I think you'll be able to pick up late, he'll give you a 99-95. Um, he's got 120 pluses in him. Um, he's also got some low scores in him as well, but he's the kind of player in a good matchup um, that you could probably get on field and, and pinch a win here and there, especially in a draft. So, um, Tom Phillips for me. Outlandish statement for Collingwood Bretta. <laughs> Um, is it outlandish to say Jordan Ngoi averages 120 this year? Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> I'm asking you a question, Corey. Could you please answer it? Uh, I think that's. Or? I think yeah, that can be your outlandish statement. Okay, okay, I'll run yeah. that then. Uh-huh. Oh, oh no, no, no! Let, let me alter it. Let me alter it. Let me alter it. Total points. Ngoi has at least a thousand total points more than Sam Doherty this year. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm just gonna love it when this comes through. When this prediction comes through, I'm gonna track it all year too. This is just so dumb. Hey, Corey said before that uh, that um, Collingwood are gonna be a top four side. How are they gonna do that without Dane Beams? And I'm gonna make another prediction. The rest of their midfield is, uh, you know, Pendles. Who else is there? Adams, uh, Trelaw, the rest of them. At least two of them are going to do an ACL this year. That's the shittest prediction. 
Yeah, that's actually true. Yeah, yeah. The midfield is going down injury after injury after injury. So how outlandish is that you basically just said Collingwood's going to do exactly what they've done for the last seven years? Well, I'm saying it's happening to the real big players. It's never really happened to the real big players. Lord Double Hammy, 10 weeks, Dane Beams out all year. <laughs> Pendlebury, broken hand, broken spine, broken leg in a semi-final. Well, maybe I just didn't prepare for this podcast. <laughs> just fucking cut me some slack, mate. All right. <laughs> Uh, mine, uh, Scotty Pendlebury. <laughs> Let's go off the same one. Rewinds the clock, mate. He's, uh, he's Collingwood's number one scoring midfielder at 118 this year. Yeah, because the guy is a forward, so yeah. Pendlebury's you a see, shot, uh, yeah. You see that photo of Pendlebury? If you're picking players on their preseason photos, he's handsome. He was looking real crisp, actually. He was, he was fit. Fit. He's fit. He's as fit as a fiddle. Um, mm. All right, have I missed anything else? No, I don't think I have. All right. Um, to all our Patreon subscribers, big thank you. Uh, thanks for signing up. Last 24 hours, really appreciate it. Uh, you'll get a plug every single podcast right at the end. Um, on behalf of... On behalf of... Very good. On behalf of... <laughs> like, yeah, language up over here. Oh, God. Commit to it. Yeah. Go with it. On behalf of... Uh, <laughs> Rep Fox and myself. Peace out. Peace out. Thanks for listening. <laughs>